Today's reading begins in Genesis, chapter 35, starting in verse 1. God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and live there. Make there an altar to God, who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau your brother. Then Jacob said to his household, and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are amongst you, purify yourselves, and change your garments. Let's arise and go up to Bethel. I will make there an altar to God, who answered me in the day of my distress, and was with me on the way which I went. They gave to Jacob all the foreign gods which were in their hands, and the rings which were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak which was by Shechem. They traveled, and a terror of God was on the cities that were around them, and they didn't pursue the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, that is, Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. He built an altar there and called the place El Beth El, because there God was revealed to him when he fled from the face of his brother. Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried below Bethel under the oak, and its name was called Alon Bakuth. God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Paddan Aram and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be Jacob any more, but your name will be Israel. He named him Israel. God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations will be from you, and kings will come out of your body. The land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I give it to you, and to your offspring after you I will give the land. God went up from him in the place where he spoke with him. Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he spoke with him, a pillar of stone. He poured out a drink offering on it, and poured oil on it. Jacob called the name of the place where God spoke with him, Bethel. They traveled from Bethel. There was still some distance to come to Ephrath, and Rachel travailed. She had hard labor. When she was in hard labor, the midwife said to her, Don't be afraid, for now you will have another son. As her soul was departing, for she died, she named him Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, also called Bethlehem. Jacob set up a pillar on her grave. The same is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. Israel traveled and spread his tent beyond the tower of Adar. While Israel lived in that land, Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard of it. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve. The sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, the sons of Bilhah, Rachel's servant, Dan and Naphtali, the sons of Zilpah, Leah's servant, Gad and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob, who were born to him in Paddan Aram. Jacob came to Isaac his father, to Mamre, to Kiriath Arba, which is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac lived as foreigners. The days of Isaac were one hundred and eighty years. Isaac gave up the spirit and died, and was gathered to his people, old and full of days. Esau and Jacob, his sons, buried him. Now this is the history of the generations of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took his wives from the daughters of Canaan, Adah the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and Aholibamah the daughter of Anah, the daughter of Zibion the Hivite, and Basemath Ishmael's daughter, sister of Nebaioth. Adah bore to Esau Eliphaz, Basemath bore Reuel, 
Oholibamah bore Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the sons of Esau, who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the members of his household, with his livestock, all his animals, and all his possessions, which he had gathered in the land of Canaan, and went into a land far away from his brother Jacob. For their substance was too great for them to dwell together, and the land of their travels couldn't bear them because of their livestock. Esau lived in the hill country of Seir. Esau is Edom. This is the history of the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites, in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Adah, the wife of Esau, and Reuel, the son of Basemath, the wife of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz were Taman, Omar, Zepho, and Gatam, and Kenaz. Timnah was concubine to Eliphaz, Esau's son, and she bore to Eliphaz Amalek. These are the descendants of Adah, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Reuel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the descendants of Basemath, Esau's wife. These were the sons of Oholibamah, the daughter of Anah, the daughter of Zibion, Esau's wife. She bore to Esau Jeush, Jalem, and Korah. These are the chiefs of the sons of Esau, the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, chief Taman, chief Omar, chief Zepho, chief Kenaz, chief Korah, chief Gatam, chief Amalek. These are the chiefs who came to Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Adah. These are the sons of Reuel, Esau's son, chief Nahath, chief Zerah, chief Shammah, chief Mizah. These are the chiefs who came to Reuel in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Basemath, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Aholibamah, Esau's wife, chief Jeush, chief Jalem, chief Korah. These are the chiefs who came to Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Esau, that is Edom, and these are their chiefs. These are the sons of Seir, the Horite, the inhabitants of the land, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishon, Azer, and Dishon. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites, the children of Seir in the land of Edom. The children of Lotan were Hori and Haman. Lotan's sister was Timnah. These are the children of Shobal, Alvan, Manahath, Abal, Shepho, and Onam. These are the children of Zibion, Aya, and Anah. This is Anah who found the hot springs in the wilderness, as he fed the donkeys of Zibion, his father. These are the children of Anah, Dishon and Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah. These are the children of Dishon, Hamdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Cheran. These are the children of Azer, Bilhan, Zavan, and Akan. These are the children of Dishon, Uz, and Aran. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites, Chief Lotan, Chief Shobal, Chief Zibion, Chief Anah, Chief Dishan, Chief Azer, and Chief Dishan. These are the chiefs who came of the Horites, according to their chiefs in the land of Seir. These are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom, before any king reigned over the children of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom. The name of his city was Dinhaba. Bela died, and Jobab, the son of Zerah of Basra, reigned in his place. Jobab died, and Husham of the land of the Temanites reigned in his place. Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who struck Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his place. The name of his city was Avith. Hadad died, and Samla of Masrakah reigned in his place. Samla died, and Shal of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his place. Shal died, and Baal-Hanan, the son of Akbor, reigned in his place. Baal-Hanan the son of Akbor died, and Hadar reigned in his place. The name of his city was Pal. 
His wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mezahab. These are the names of the chiefs who came from Esau, according to their families, after their places, and by their names. Chief Timnah, Chief Alva, Chief Jetheth, Chief Oholibama, Chief Elah, Chief Pinon, Chief Kenaz, Chief Taman, Chief Mibzar, Chief Magdiel, and Chief Iram. These are the chiefs of Edom, according to their habitations in the land of their possession. This is Esau, the father of the Edomites. The Gospel of Matthew Chapter 12, beginning in verse 1. At that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the grain fields. His disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. But the Pharisees, when they saw it, said to him, Behold, your disciples do what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Haven't you read what David did when he was hungry, and those who were with him, how he entered into God's house and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath day the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? But I tell you that one greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you wouldn't have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. He departed from there and went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man with a withered hand, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day, so that they might accuse him? He said to them, What man is there amongst you who has one sheep, and if this one falls into a pit on the Sabbath day, won't he grab onto it and lift it out? Of how much more value, then, is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath day. Then he told the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and it was restored whole, just like the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him, how they might destroy him. Jesus, perceiving that, withdrew from there. Great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all, and commanded them that they should not make him known, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my spirit on him. He will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not strive nor shout neither will anyone hear his voice in the streets. He won't break a bruised reed. He won't quench a smoking flax until he leads justice to victory. In his name, the nations will hope. Psalm 15, beginning in verse 1. Lord, who shall dwell in your sanctuary? Who shall live on your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart. He who doesn't slander with his tongue, nor does evil to his friend, nor casts slurs against his fellow man, in whose eyes a vile man is despised, but who honors those who fear the Lord, he who keeps an oath even when it hurts, and doesn't change, he who doesn't lend out his money for usury, nor take a bribe against the innocent, he who does these things shall never be shaken. Proverbs chapter 3, beginning in verse 21. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, so they will be life to your soul and grace for your neck. Then you shall walk in your way securely. Your foot won't stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down, and your sleep will be sweet. Don't be afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence, and will keep your foot from being taken. Thank you.